right, Baltimore at Indianapolis. Baltimore, a one and a half point road favorite. They are 0-4 against spread in Indy. 1-10 against the spread versus Indy. 0-7 against spread after a straight up loss. They're 3-0 straight up on the road this year. One of only a couple undefeated teams on the road in the NFL. They're averaging 178 rushing yards per game. The Colts, they have the second-ranked run defense in the NFL so far this year. I believe Pittsburgh is still number one. The under is 5-0 verse in the series when they play in Indianapolis. The under is 11-1 in this head-to-head matchup. The Fave is 6-2 against the spread versus each other. The Colts, they are 0-3-1 against the spread as an underdog. 0-5 against the spread as a home underdog. They are 3-0 at home, one of only five teams, I believe, undefeated at home so far this year. Phillip Rivers, he's tossed three, deep, three touchdowns in each of the last two games for the Colts. They are 6-0 straight up at home versus Baltimore all-time, including the playoffs. This one figures to be a close game. I think Baltimore gets right. They get back on track in the win column this week. I think they will eke out a win here. I think Baltimore wins this game by a field goal or less. But I do think two to three points. I think they win and cover the spread, which is one and a half. Carolina at Kansas City. Carolina, 10-point underdogs on the road to face the Chiefs. They should be getting Christian McCaffrey back for this matchup. Carolina, they're 4-0 against spread as an underdog. 4-0 against the spread on grass. Teddy Bridgewater's career numbers here. He's 31-11 against the spread, 21-5 against the spread as a dog. He's 17-3 against spread on the road, and 16-2 against the spread as a road underdog. Phenomenal stats leaning in Carolina's favor there. Kansas City versus Carolina. The underdog is 4-1 against the spread. The under is 4-1 in the series. Kansas City's run D ranks 29th, giving up 142.8 yards per game. They're 16-1 straight up in their last 17 games, including last year's playoffs. Mahomes has 21 touchdowns and one interception so far on the year. I definitely like Kansas City to win. Carolina, I think they keep this closer than a lot of people expect, and I think they do cover the spread. Chicago at Tennessee. The Bears are 6.5 point road underdogs. They are 0-4 straight up versus the AFC. They are 0-5 against the spread versus the AFC. They're 5-2 against the spread as a dog this year, though. The Titans averaged 34.8 points per game at home this year so far. A big difference from the road numbers. The over is 15-2 when Tannehill starts. For, I believe for the Titans. I should have wrote that down. But in when Tannehill starts as a quarterback, the over is 15-2. 6-1 this year. When Tannehill starts, the over has hit. Tennessee, the over is 5-0 in their last five November games. The over is 7-0 in week nine. The over is 4-0-1 when they've been favored. The four the Titans are 4-15 against the spread when favored by six or more points. They are 12-7 straight up. They're 8-2 straight up in their last 10 games as six-point favorites. I like Tennessee to win this game. I think the Bears will stay within the six and a half. I think six is the right number in this one. I like Tennessee to win and the Bears to cover. 
Denver on the road to face Atlanta. The Broncos, four and a half point road underdogs. They are on a three game win streak. They are six and one against spread versus teams with losing records. True Lock with the comeback. When last week against the Chargers, the Chargers are kind of like the AFC version of the Falcons, who Denver gets to face this week. The Falcons there, 0-4 against the spread as a favorite, 0-4 against the spread at home, 0-4 straight up at home. They're 2-7 straight up as a favorite since last year, or including last year. I think the Broncos win this game outright, therefore they cover the four-point spread as dogs. I think Atlanta is a mirage. I don't think they're that good of a team. I don't think they should be favored. I think this is recency biased on how well their defense played last week, and I like Denver to get the job done. Even though people have been hating on Drew Locke, I think Denver finds some correctness in this game and gets the win. battle of two one and six teams the houston texans are seven point road favorites in jacksonville to face the jags the texans already won 30 to 14 against jacksonville in october of this year houston is houston is converting 8.7 yards per pass attempt tied for tops in the nfl the underdog is 11 and 5 against the spread in this head-to-head -head matchup while the under is 5 and 0 Houston is 5-1 against the spread in Jacksonville. Houston is 4-1 against spread versus Jacksonville. The road team is 13-5-1 against spread versus. Jacksonville have lost 5 straight games to the Texans and scored 14 points or less in each one of those 5 losses. I like Houston to win and cover this spread handily. The Texans should get the win and get their second win of the season. The Detroit Lions are in Minnesota to face the Vikings, coming off that big one against the Packers last week. Has them as four-point home favorites this week. Stafford and Galladay are both out for the Lions, I am hearing. The Lions are 5-22 straight up without Stafford. 0-8 last year straight up without Stafford as their starting quarterback. The favorite is 5-0 against spread in the head-to-head -head matchup. Detroit is 0-5 against spread versus Minnesota. Detroit is 4-9-2 against the spread in Minnesota. The under is 7-0 verse in the head-to-head -head matchup. Under is 10-3 in the last 13, if you want to go a little further in this head-to-head -head matchup. Delvin Cook, he kicked last week versus Green Bay. Vikings getting him back. That should open up the field for Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, the rookie wideouts, for Kirk Cousins to go in and get his fifth straight win against the Detroit Lions. He is 4-0 against them in his career. Delvin Cook, he is going to be the difference in this game, and that is why I like the Vikings to win and cover this small four-point spread. The New York Giants are in Washington to face the football team. The football team are two-and-a-half-point home favorites. The Giants, they're 5-2 against the spread in Washington, 4-0 against spread as an underdog, 3-1 against spread versus Washington. New York Giants, they won 20-19 earlier this year. The favorite is 4-1 against the spread in the head-to-head -head matchup. The road team is 4-1 against the spread versus each other. The under is 6-2 in this matchup. 
Washington football team, they're 1-6 against the spread after a bye week, which they are coming off of. I think this game is going to be very similar to the first one. I think it's going to be like a 14-13 Giants win, maybe even a 2017-2019 win by the Giants. Therefore, they win and cover the spread. The Seahawks are in Buffalo. Seattle is three-point road favorites. Pete Carroll is 14-7-3 against the spread during 1 p.m. start times on the East Coast. So all that East Coast shit, that's out the window nowadays, I think. Wilson has a 73.9 completion percentage on the road this year. Wilson's 9-1 straight up versus the AFC East. Seattle's allowing 358.7 yards through the air per game. No team in NFL history through 16 games has averaged more than 300 yards per game through the air that their defense has given up. Not looking well for Seattle's defense. That's why Russell Wilson has to play like an MVP week in and week out just to try and compensate a little bit and keep this Seattle team with their 6-1 record, which is mighty impressive at this point. The Bills are 6-2 on the year, and... Both teams are allowing, excuse me, 25 plus points per game. Metcalf and Lockett are the first pair of receivers in NFL history with 500 receiving yards and 7 TDs apiece through their teams for 7 games of the year. All impressive stats, everything sounds like Seattle. Why is it that I want to say Buffalo in this one? I am going to pick Buffalo. I don't know why I'm feeling like this is a trap for some reason for Seattle or Buffalo is going to win this, but I'm picking Buffalo to win and cover this game. I hadn't decided on the winner. I had Buffalo marked down to cover the spread, as you can see right there. And I just highlighted Buffalo now, as you saw. Las Vegas on the road to face the Chargers. The Chargers are one point home favorites. The Raiders, they are 8-3 against the spread in L.A. when they face the Chargers. 3-1 straight up on the road this year. Over a 6-1 in Las Vegas games this season. The road team is 8-3 against the spread in the head-to-head -head matchup, while the under is 6-1. The under is 16-3-1 if you want to go back further in this head-to-head -head series when the two teams play in L.A. The underdog is 17 event. 17 and 5 against the spread in the head-to-head matchup. The Chargers, they're 1-6 and 1 against spread versus the AFC West. LAC, like I said in the Falcons Denver game, they, they are like the Falcons of the AFC. All they've done is blow second half leads, big leads all year. Like that one, what was it? 28 to 3. They were up on Denver, and Denver comes back and wins it. Four touchdowns by Locke in the fourth quarter, and three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It was just unbelievable how that played out. Blowing leads, blowing leads, blowing leads. Justin Herbert, he is a bright spot for the Chargers. Rookie of the year, he should be the rookie of the year. He's averaging 303 or 302 yards, just over 300 yards per game through the air. Never been done by an NFL rookie before. So if he can keep that up, at least the Chargers, you got a bright future at one of the most important positions in football. I'd like the Raiders to win this game and cover the spread, though. Miami at Arizona. Tua versus Murray. 
These two were head-to-head -head in the Heisman, if I remember correctly, when Murray won it before he got drafted. Arizona, four-and-a-half-point home favorites here. The Dolphins are 6-0 against spread following a bye. The under, it, under has covered in the last four Miami games after a bye week. Miami is 14-5 against spread since week five last year. That's number one against the spread in the NFL in that time span. Well, guess who's number two in the NFL? Arizona, they are 12-5-2 against the spread since week five last season. Miami, they're 7-3 against spread on the road. The over is 4-0 in this head-to-head -head matchup. The under is 4-0, however, when cards are faves, and the under is 5-0 after an Arizona bye week. Arizona is 4-1 against spread versus the AFC, 2-0 straight up and against spread when favored by five or more points this year. I do think Arizona gets the win and I will pick them to cover the spread as well. I was hesitating a bit because I really love how Miami's played lately. I just don't think they're quite a 500 team yet. I think Arizona is still going to push for the playoffs as they are sitting at 5-2 and, and will cover the spread. Pittsburgh on the road. The Steelers are 14-point favorites in Dallas. They, Pittsburgh is 5-0 against the spread. The under is 23-5 with Pitt as a road favorite. Pittsburgh scored 25-plus points in seven straight games. That sets a franchise record. They should have no problems making it eight in a row, nor should they have any problems going 8-0 in the win-loss column this year. Dallas, they're abysmal. They're on their fourth-string quarterback, Brooke Pryor. I made sure I wrote the kid's name down because I... I never heard of their third stringer who played against Philly last week, let alone fucking Brooke Pryor, their fourth quarterback of the year. Zeke Elliott, you have to fucking step up this week. If Dallas wants to keep any sort of respectable score in this game, you have yet to rush for 100 yards on the season. I do think after J.K. Dobbins was able to gash the Steelers' good top-ranked run defense for over 100 yards last week. I think Zeke might be able to crack the 100 yards rushing, but I don't think it'll be enough for the 0-8 Cowboys against the spread. The, there, there's just too much against Dallas in this game. There's no fucking way Dallas has any right being in it. Who knows, if Zeke can pound out a 200 yards on the ground, they might be able to keep it within two touchdowns, but my money's on Pittsburgh, and I will take the 14 points. Huge spread, I don't care. If Pittsburgh doesn't win this game by 20, I'll be surprised. The Sunday Nighter is a good one this week. Not a shitty fucking matchup between two shitty teams like last fucking Sunday's was. This week we get the Saints and the Bucks in a rematch of week one. The Saints won that game. What was the score in the first game? I have it written down here somewhere. No, I don't. Never mind. Saints won the first game of the year. It was like 33-24 or something like that. They are 4-0 against the spread in this head-to-head. -head. Yeah, 34-23 they won in week one. The top two all-time passing leaders, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Top two all-time passing TD leaders, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. The two quarterbacks over 40 years old in this game, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. The favorite is 4-0 against spread in this head-to-head -head matchup. The over is 5-1 burst. The under is 9-3, however, head-to-head -head when these two play in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay games have gone over the number in six straight when they have been the home fave, however. 
Tampa Bay games have gone over in seven straight versus the NFC South. Tampa Bay, Evans only has five receptions in the last three games versus the Saints. Something to watch out for. Can Evans and Brady hook up in this game? Or is Brady going to have to rely on the short pass uh, the passes, especially to like Gronk? players like that in this matchup I think Tampa Bay does enough to get their revenge from week one and win the game but I see this as a field goal game a field goal at the end and to win the Saints will cover the four and a half point spread the Monday nighter this should be more like last week's Sunday nighter two shitty ass fucking teams how has this game not been flexed out New England at the New York Jets New England, the Patriots, they're seven and a half point road favorites. They've lost four in a row. They're four and one against spread versus the Jets. However, two and five against spread in New York, though. The under is four and oh when New England plays in New York. The under is seven and one in this series in the last eight games. The favorite is four and one against the spread head to head. New England, they've lost four in a row, and they have not scored more than 21 points in those four losses. Sounds pretty bleak, right? Well, wait till you hear the Jets. In their last four fucking losses, they have not been able to put up more than 10 fucking points on the board offensively. They are totally inept on offense. Their defense is, eh, bottom half of the league for sure, but still. It, I, I don't see how Cam Newton and the Patriots don't get this right this week. I don't see how the Jets have any hope in scoring 20 points on the Patriots. I don't care how bad the Patriots have been playing lately. I do not see that team losing to the Jets, and I don't see the Jets covering the spread either. I will take New England. I will take them to cover the seven and a half points.